0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're coming out of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 13 through 17 again. Yesterday we looked at verse 13. Who then will harm you if you're devoted to what is good? In the original recipients, Paul, uh, Peter was writing to the persecuted church in Rome in the year 64. This was this was the scattered elect believers. That's a term usually re- referring to saved Jews, messianic Jews throughout. Uh, Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Bithynia, and Asia, Nero was the emperor, the same emperor who killed Paul, the the guy whose story is chronicled in the, the second half of the book of Acts. Peter was the guy in the first half of the book of Acts, but the same emperor, Nero, had Paul put to death. So our author, Luke, records Paul's story. Paul is put to death by the same emperor uh, who held sway over the Roman Empire while Peter was ministering to the underground church there. If you recall in Acts chapter 16, while they were moving westward around the northern coast of the Mediterranean Sea, they tried to turn into Bithynia. They tried to turn into the very regions named at the opening of the book of first Peter. So Peter was ministering to them. Peter was called to go. That's why, that's why the Holy Spirit told Paul and company no. That's why the spirit of Jesus, Numa Yesu said, no, it's because of this book. Peter was ministering to them. So in their original intent, the original recipients, who's gonna harm you for doing good? They had to live out Christian testimonies and they, they faced death because of it. So the, the original recipients of this book faced higher stakes than you and I face as Seattle area Christians. They would suffer with their lives for doing good. You and I might suffer an awkward conversation Who's gonna harm you if you are devoted to what is good? Verse 14, but even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. It's actually a blessing in your worst case scenario. Their worst case scenario was being burned alive. Their worst case scenario was being crucified, or crucified upside down. Their worst case scenario was being boiled alive in oil. Their worst case scenario was being sawed in half. See Hebrews chapter 11. This happened to Christians. It's happening today. But our worst case scenario, let's buck up here. Our worst case scenario is an awkward encounter. Is maybe a mean tweet about us, gossip about us behind our backs, being labeled as bigots or homophobes or some other made up word that doesn't actually apply. If you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. You have to be willing, Christian, to suffer for righteousness because it's actually a blessing. God will vindicate you. It is His to avenge. He will repay. When you suffer for something that is righteous, you're suffering for a good reason. Who's gonna harm you for doing something that's really good? Apologetics is worthwhile. Apologetics is worth the risk because there's an eternal, eternal destiny at stake. God works through us. He commissioned us to go and make disciples. Whom shall I send? Who will go for me? Here we are, Lord, send us. If you suffer in the meantime, that's a good thing. This is is something good to devote yourself to because even if just one person gets saved through your apologetics ministry, it's not my apologetics ministry, it's yours. Even if just one person gets saved, it's eternally worth all the mean tweets and it's eternally worth all the backhanded compliments that you might get at a board meeting. It's eternally worth the weird glimpses you get in the hallway because you just brought up the gospel, because you shared Jesus. If you suffer for practicing apologetics, even that is a blessing. This is the word of God. It gives us reason for hope. Share that hope today, even if it's in a small way.